clear the airways for the big broadcast. It's time for HempRadio.com, your source for everything hemp and cannabis. With your host, Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, and Candace Haas of Orange County Normal. Sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to Hemp Radio. It's Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis. And I'm here with my bud, good old Ton. He is just, he's always here. Uh, That's more than I can say for the other ones. Uh, No, just teasing. My other buds are missing today. And uh, I think, Ton, that they did too much for 20. (laughs) And you were saying that you celebrated yeah, so I'm a little drowsy today. He's a little drowsy today. And, you know, we're so honored to have the fabulous mayor of uh, Garden Grove. And he's trying to take a picture, so... <laughs> Hi. And uh, we're so glad to have you here today. I'm so excited because you have such an incredible history. And his name is Bao Win. There you go. Was that right? That's me. I'm Garden Grove Mayor Balwin. We are so excited. I mean, I've heard so much about you. And I did. I remembered that I met you. It was a year or so ago when, uh, you know, Bao was on the uh, fair board at the Orange County Fair. And that's where I had met him at our dinners. Uh, I go with my friend Stan and Barbara. Stan is on the board at the fair board also. Great people. And did you know that the fair used to have a permanent installation, a hemp display? No. What happened? Three years. Three years. I would love to get that. Let's well, bring it back. Well, it, it's hard because they required somebody managing it the time that the fair is open. Didn't you post something on Facebook where uh, there's a big hemp museum in Las Vegas? Is it? Uh, I don't think that. Was that Las Vegas? Somewhere. I, I, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I did post something, but I post so many things I don't even remember. <laughs> um, but yes. The Orange County Fair had uh, a, a, a space that they gave to the Orange County Hemp Council, which has now dissolved after all these years. What was that? Oh, I okay. And so I would love to get that back there because that's what we need to do, Bao. We Let's need to it. grow hemp. And I understand. I mean, I, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. First of all, you are the first Asian American mayor. In Garden Grove. Yeah. First, or, or is that first, Orange County? Is that Orange County? For Garden Grove, we're located in Orange County, right next to Disneyland. We're in the heart of Orange County. And I'm the first person of color mayor in Garden Grove. I'm also the youngest, the first Vietnamese American. I'm also the first openly gay elected mayor in Orange County. Wow. You know what? When I read all this, I thought, oh my God, Orange County is so... Um, how could I say it and be nice? Diverse. Diverse. Awesome. Orange County, first of all, to have a a, a mayor that is Vietnamese, Vietnamese? American, American, uh, (laughs) openly gay and for cannabis. That's right. That's like so on Orange County though. No, it is. We're making the changes. That's what I love about you. And that's why I love that you were coming on the show. But let's talk about where you started. You were born in a refugee camp. That's right. My mom was eight months pregnant with me in the womb when the family had to separate. Two of my sisters, age 12 and 7, 
were left behind with relatives at that time and everyone else boarded a, a cram packed boat with other families and they set sail how old were you eight months in utero oh, okay in utero yeah that's right oh wow so you were born at the concentration camp refugee camp refugee camp mm-hmm. i'm sorry <laughs> I, I was thinking you're jewish no i'm just teasing um you were born at the refugee camp how long did you have to stay there with your family i mean what was the process you know it was pretty crazy because a lot of people who escaped uh, and we did so illegally they didn't make it you know our boat was hijacked by pirates multiple times and wait a minute patty when we saw the shoreline we saw the beach there were people lined up holding weapons not letting the refugees land where is this in thailand oh so you were going to thailand yeah we were rescued by these buddhist monks who had a temple nearby they saw what was going on at the beach they came down made a human chain into the water pulled our boat in and rescued us and we slept on the floor of the Buddhist temple for the first month before I was born. Wow. I was born in a Doctors Without Borders clinic at a United Nations refugee camp. So you have a lot of respect for those Absolutely. doctors. I mean, that's incredible. They're what? still doing that great work today. Wow. And because I was born to parents that didn't have legal status in Thailand, I had no citizenship whatsoever where I was born. Okay, so you don't have, do you have a birth certificate? I do. But what does it say? It's handwritten in French because it was uh, Doctors of Borders, Médecins Sans Frontières, and it's stamped the Médecins Sans Frontières. So you speak French. I do a little bit. That sounded fabulous. It sounded really fabulous. Mi mi español es mejor que mi francés. Listen, (laughs) this is what I know. K-O-R-S, Mayama, that's it. That's good. I had three years of Spanish in college. That's how my... uh, how much I learned. I think the most important phrase in Spanish is con permiso. What, what does that mean? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be, where's the food? I'm a foodie. Okay, so tell us how you got involved in in, in, in politics. What made you just, I know you went to, you know, you have credentials. You, you went to, tell us about your you uh, know, academic history. I grew up here in the U.S., and I went to amazing public schools back then, and I'm so grateful for those opportunities. And that really gave me an opportunity to go to college. And I went to UC Irvine, and then I got my master's in Indo-Tibetan Buddhist studies from Naropa. I saw that. <laughs> what was that about? From Naropa University. Yeah. Well, when I was in high school, I was really interested in the Students for Free Tibet movement and you know, just fighting against injustice and fighting for those that don't have a voice in government. And then I realized that my family has a similar story and that so many families in Orange County are struggling. And I've always been a kid that never stood, you know, never stood by and just watched things that were wrong continue to be wrong. I wanted to fix it. I wanted to voice my opposition to injustice. And I've done that since I was a kid. And that's great. I mean, that's being a mayor gives you that ability. So are you? What is it? Uh, two years term? Are you termed out now? Are you what's, no, what's going on? It is a two-year term. Okay. And the term ends at the end of this year. And right now I'm running for U.S. Congress. Right. And that's what we want to talk about. So y- you can't be a mayor anymore. Well, Or if you chose to be, you'd stay there. I mean, what made you decide, hey, I'm running for Congress now? Well, when we win, I won't be mayor anymore. But before I was mayor, I served on a school board. 
and we were able to modernize our schools. We're able to invest in better programs for our kids. And you know, even before I ran for any office, I worked as a community organizer with our local churches that organized senior citizens, and we secured nearly half a million dollars for a senior busing program in my city. Wow. Nice. So, well, I guess your people don't want you to leave then. Because you, if you've we're done not s- leaving, you know what we're doing is we're going to amplify the voices and the stories of the people right here in Orange County and all across the United States. Congress right now is broken. Washington is broken, yes. and we need to fix it. Mm-hmm. And how do you think we've? Hey, I'm sure you've been watching the political campaigns on TV. Yes, I'm appalled. It, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I'm in shock. And I'm appalled because the behavior, I taught fifth grade, and that's the behavior that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, do I want any of these people to run my country? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I am not surprised that so many Americans are disappointed and disengaged. And that's because government hasn't been serving the people. Right. And, you know, when you look at you know my own personal experiences and the experiences of many immigrants that have helped create this country— we have all left behind a corrupt and oppressive government. And that's why you came here. That's why I'm here today. And, but look what you came to. Because you see that it's the same, but it's covered up. It's, it's, It's like a veil over it. Nobody talks about the bullshit that, that happens in our political system. Well, we're so distracted by so much media. You know, we're bombarded yeah. by distractions. You know, and, and, and we don't see how government is not serving the people. But when we look at history, there is no reason why the American people should trust their government or any government for that matter. So what are you going to do that's different? That's That's what I want to know. That's why we need to get involved. You know, for one, I'm so honored to be on Hemp Radio today and to be speaking with you, Ton and Patty. Thank you. you. I believe that we need to declassify marijuana as a Schedule One drug because too many young people out there have been marked with criminal records for nonviolent offenses. Now, you wrote a blog today. Was it this morning that Barbara told me? I do yoga with Barbara every morning. And she's... Om Shanti. <laughs> in her house. She has a yoga studio at her house. And um, she said, did you read, uh, did you read the, his blog? And I said, no. And she said it was all about cannabis. That's right. So tell me, uh, being that I couldn't, I, I couldn't find your blog, I want you to tell me what you said. Well, it was 420 yesterday. Yes. And so I wanted to wish everybody a happy 420, you know, all my supporters across America. And like I said, we have to deschedule marijuana because look at it. It's created this prison industrial complex, this war on drugs is a failed war, while white collar criminals on Wall Street have not been charged with nearly by nearly bringing our economy to a collapse. That's and not right. Why is that? Why? I was in the banking mess. Chase tried to take my house. I fought him five years. I won. Good for you. I'm, I, I'm a fighter. But not everybody has that inside of them to do that. And these people, what did they have to end up doing? They paid, what, $3 billion? Oh, yeah, $5 billion and or no something? one served jail time. And no one served jail time. And I'm saying, what the fuck? They took. They tried to take my. House. They took a lot of my friends' houses. They created the programs, you know. And then all of a sudden, it was. It's all bad. It's criminal. It's criminal. So why? That's why the. I think that's why the American people are so disillusioned. Here, these white collar criminals aren't being responsible. 
sorry. It was the caller. I, maybe they wanted you. <laughs> they thought, oh, Bob's on him radio. I'm going to talk to him. Talk Any, to me. A, a, anyway, so um, what do you think what the American people, what the people in your constituency, how can we help our people? That's what we want to know. How can we make our cities better? We can. We can by getting involved. We can by voting. Let me remind everybody, I'm running for Congress in Central Orange County, which is Santa Ana, Anaheim, the city of Orange, and Garden Grove. But I will become a United States representative. And what we're going to do is we're going to engage people in the process. I became mayor, this historic election for me to become mayor in Garden Grove, by 15 I wanted to ask you about that because that was incredible. I mean, what did they do? Have everybody sit and recount? I mean, count over they and did. over? Yes, they did. You know, we there was a recount. Wow. And we have cleaned up the city. There was so much corruption going on with the incumbent mayor that I ousted. And we're going to do the same in Washington and all across America. See, we need more people like you, though, because you, you are looking... You know, I mean, maybe some people don't think cannabis is a big issue, but I've seen it save lives. So to some people, it is a big, big issue. And I think that that's really, really important because we know it's medicine now. We know the value of it. And, you know, you being a politician and saying these things, you know, I'm really impressed because not very many politicians, they just say... they say things just to get the votes. Are you saying this to get the vote, or do you really, really mean it? I mean it. You know, I see our veterans and also the kids that need the CBD oils. Yes. And so many patients. And it's not right that the government is standing in the way of patients having safe access to their medication. And in addition to that, we need to invest in research so yes. that we can improve safety and the science and technology and the applications of cannabis. I mean, why is it that our Congress has invested so much money into research in pharmaceuticals and then they would hand over those patents to private industry? Why? That's not right. How, then how are they allowed to do it? Is well, nobody watching them or nobody's holding them responsible for what they're doing? Well, it's a money game. There's a lot of money involved in politics, you know, and those that want to have their little piece of the pie... Pay for it. They pay for it. They've bought out so many politicians. And that's why I'm running a grassroots campaign with issues that really matter to the community and to the American people. And and that's what we need. We need more people like you that care about you know, the citizens and care about what's happening to their communities. And I I don't know what it's like in Garden Grove as far as... We used to have dispensaries in Garden Grove, and they don't have them anymore, or do they? It's illegal in Garden Grove. Why? And I'm working to lift the ban. I'm working to put a ballot initiative for Garden Grove so that we can regulate it, so that we can control it and tax it and improve public safety for everybody. Did you go to Colorado? Have you seen what they're doing there? I haven't gone to Colorado, but what I know about Colorado is that legislation in Colorado has generated millions of dollars in revenue, 15% of which goes to schools. Yes. And it has significantly reduced crime, 
and the rest of the country should really follow this example. And I'm going to make sure this issue is not only talked about in Washington, but becomes a priority. Thank you. And you're so right, though. I mean, look at Colorado. Look at the people who are taking their sick children, which is so pathetic. They have to uproot their family because they can get marijuana in Colorado and, and not go to jail. I mean, it's so pathetic. It's just pathetic. And, I, you know, I applaud you for, you know, coming out of the cannabis closet. I mean, that's a bit, for me, it's a bigger closet than, than coming out and being gay. I mean, the <laughs> cannabis closet, I mean, I think people accept that more than cannabis because of all the reefer madness that's been embedded in their brain. It's terrible, you know, the, the history of the United States with cannabis and, and all across the globe. Uh, we have seen a global movement of uh, change towards acceptance of cannabis and we need to continue in that direction to serve people. I mean, this is a cure for so many people. We need to allow people to have access to it. Right, especially, you know, I've seen a lot with uh, autism and seizures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen kids go from 100 seizures a day to like one every four months. Isn't that clear? I mean, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to see that that works. So I still don't understand why there's still so, you know, reefer madness about it. I mean, don't... it's about profit. It's about profit for the pharmaceutical industry, because what you're doing is you're creating competition for them. And the thing is, what I've noticed from the patients, what the patients have told me is that they feel so much better compared to the pharmaceutical. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, I hear it all the time, and it's safer because cannabis is, you can't, I mean, it's it's non-toxic. You can't become dependent on it. I mean, there's nothing in it that can hurt you. It's a plant. It's a plant. I mean. It's a weed. It's a weed. You know, and I mean, anybody could take too much of something. I mean, you're not going to die on cannabis, but I mean, I've seen... I've seen big people eat an edible saying, well, So many people I have eat. OD'd on, on, on these opiate right. painkillers, and there are I so just many had a friend side that, effects. I just had a friend that died from fentanyl. So sorry. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm so not compassionate when people are known, uh, that I know that they use drugs, and they know that it hurts them. Uh, I'm so, I have a hard time with that. But you know what? We should really direct our energy and this frustration and anger towards that pharmaceutical lobby and towards the politicians that are currently in Washington allowing this to happen. We need to expose that. We need to express our anger because it's an injustice. And you know what? We should not be patient. We need to be very impatient exactly. during this time. Yes. Nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. I totally agree. Now, what are your, I mean, or have you talked cannabis to any of the pe other political people and how do they feel about it? I mean, are they saying, there's that guy again? No, it makes sense. Politicians understand. They're listening? They're listening because the people are rising up. The people are voting. The people are donating money to my campaign. They know how important this is to get me elected. So people understand. So when we have a movement, when we have a groundswell, when we have a grassroots effort, the politicians will take notice. That's why I encourage everybody to go on to my website, bow2016.com. Spell, spell bow. B as in boy, A as in apple, O as in orange, 2016.com.
And so we want to get you in. Are there any other candidates that are uh, cannabis friendly that you know of? Yeah, there's, there have been folks working in Congress already uh, here in Orange County. Republican Congressman Dana Rohrabacher. Right. Um, I know Dana. He, he's been on the show before. Oh, wonderful. A lo- long time ago. And uh, I did an event um, at, at the at Newport Beach Wine Vineyard, and he was there. Oh, fancy. It was, uh, yeah. Um, he was, uh, um, he was, he spoke, and uh, he was great. He was really, really fabulous. So, he, you know, Dana's done a lot. Progressive, Democratic leader, Congresswoman Barbara Lee from Oakland as okay, well. I, there are other folks okay, working I, on this. Okay, good. Is, now, you said you're going to Oakland today. I am. I'm going to Oakland tonight. I'm flying up soon. To do what? To have a fundraiser. Oh, wow. Is this with Barbara? No, she won't be there, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, and but wh- where is it? So people will, I mean, we want them to go to your fundraiser. It's, Remember, we're all over the world. Oh, awesome. Well, come to my fundraiser. It's going to be in Oakland tonight at the, um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it has another name too, and it's called Gateway Incubator. And What is it? It's a cannabis incubator in Oakland. Like Look it up. Canopy T- Boulder, you know. One what of is it? Type deals. Gateway Incubator. So it's, it's also called um, Leviathan. I think that's how you pronounce it. And it's at 332nd Street in Oakland. And wow. we're starting the party tonight at 630. And are your tickets as much as Hillary's were? What was it, 325000 per couple? Oh, yeah, that George Clooney <laughs> dinner. No, no, no. You better call George, man. Have him host a dinner for you, you know, and get those big muckety mucks in there to open up their pockets. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That was a lot of money those people shelled out. Yeah, it's it's embarrassing considering, you know, it's there a Demo- people, Democratic Party. There are people starving. I know. I could be one of them soon. No, that's, I'm just teasing. That's, that's a terrib- terrible image for a Democratic Party. I'm a proud Democrat. But you know what, though? I mean, you have to, do you have to raise money? I mean, why do they have to raise all this money? That's what I'm We so- do have to raise money. And that's why I believe that if, if you're listening and you got five on it for me, then go online and drop five bucks on my campaign. If everybody said five dollars, think how much money you have. With all your listeners for Hemp Radio, if you can send five, that'll be great. If you can send five hundred, because we want to put our people in Congress, yes. we want people that are cannabis friendly, LBG. You know, we want all those, everybody in there that that that's friendly, that doesn't discriminate. I mean, we want. Hey, I've been discriminated against and bullied all my life. We have to fight for those who don't have a voice. That's what a democracy okay. is about. That's what having a diverse society is about, is that we reach out and we understand each other and we try to alleviate each other's problems, not exacerbate them. Okay, I want to ask you a question. If for some reason that you do do not win this election... Oh, we're going to win with I, Hemp Radio support, oh, Patty. I know. With your listeners, we're going to win. What Go can, online. But we want you somewhere, man, because you... I, I love you. I think you're great. I mean, love I, I love to hear this because we do need more people like you. We do need honest so people we're, or that are going to fight for our people. And we're going to create a pipeline as I have been here in Orange County. We're bringing people into the pipeline to take office at local level, school boards and city councils. And I'll be invested in that work when I'm a member of Congress all across America. So 
and I'm so stupid when it comes to politics. So you're a congressman, and you represent what district? District 46 in California. Okay, so that's that's District 46. Orange County, of Orange all places. Ca- Orange County. Well, listen, we're going to do whatever. And I understand Ton is helping with your campaign. Yes, he is. So he's great. He, he'll great get the volunteer. word. He's a great volunteer. And if anybody else wants to volunteer, they can go to your website. That's right. BAO2016.com. And if you want to donate directly to my legalized cannabis fund. Oh, yeah. Go to bow2016.com slash MJ. I love it. You even have one for people that are cannabis friendly to vote for you. Of course. You're, 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 our, you're definitely our, our person. Yeah. You are definitely our candidate. I'm going to be we, your we strongest want, fighter in we, Congress. We, we want you there because we people need you. We need to legalize it and we need to decriminalize de. We need to deschedule. That's right. It needs to be taken off. Nowhere on that because it's the least harmful. I don't want to say drug on that that scheduling. Right. It's and, the least and harmful. Schedule, schedule one literally means that there's no medicinal value, which goes against all the research and goes against everything that the states and the people have been saying. We have to listen to the people and the right. patients and the veterans and those who have fought so hard for our country. Totally. And thank you. You know what? We love you. Thank you so much for coming here and sharing this with everyone. Tell us again how people can get get in touch with you, join your campaign, help you, or donate money. Oh, Patty and Ton, it's been such a pleasure. And he's so cute, too. Thank you both. He's really cute. Please go on to my website. <laughs> it's uh, B as in boy, A as in apple, O as in orange, 2016.com slash mj wow definitely come on people get off your asses and you're going to vote and we're going to make this happen because remember what I say there's power in numbers and if everybody gets together and you look at the candidates you're going to pick somebody that really wants to help the people it's all about us guys and we know it and is there anything else that you want to say before we leave yes Thank you again. You know, voting is so easy to do. You just have to register to vote, and you can do that online from my website as well. It's val2016.com slash register. Wherever you are in the world, if you're a U.S. citizen, you can register on my website. You can donate on my website. You can learn about the issues I care about on my website. You can volunteer. You can share the website. Let everybody know. Yeah. I'm here for you. We win somebody on our team, and on that note, it's time to blow this joint. All right. Don't criticize. Legalize it. Yeah. Yeah. I will advertise it. Some call.